All right, everybody, we're back. Welcome. Bon voyage. How was everybody today? Guys, I'm going to say one thing here now. A lot of people like being miserable in relationships. That's right. A lot of people want to be miserable in relationships because that's what you're used to. That's your routine. That's what you want to stay in. You're afraid of change. A lot of this is just fear, fear of change. We're going to read an article here I just found on the uh, on the internet. Some points are quite good. Some, eh, you can make your own mind up, obviously. But, you know, I think it's a good one to, to check out because if we can help somebody, anyone here, Okay, you know, look, breakups are fucking tough. They're very tough. And man, I I mean, I've had some horrendous breakups, you know, when you're even though, you know, the girls horrendous for you, um, you still have that missing feeling afterwards because it's what you're used to. See, I think that's where we have to kind of draw the line. If you miss somebody, it doesn't mean you should be with them. I mean, fuck, if you give up cigarettes, You're going to miss them, right? Because your body's used to the routine. It doesn't mean that you should be smoking constantly. It doesn't mean that they're good for you. Well, we all know they're bad for us, right? But your body is used to a system. A fucking day-in, day-out routine. And that's all we got to remember. And I think a lot of confusion comes from this. And it used to confuse me. Confuse the fuck out of me before. You know, I was like, geez, why do I miss her? And I was thinking, oh my God, I miss her. That mean, that must mean so I, I want to be back with her again. Oh, Jesus. But where I just realized my fucking routine, you know, how, how, how much addictive, addictive can we get to cups of tea, guys? Cups of coffee. You know what I mean? Like there's most mornings where I have a cup of tea. If I don't have my cup of tea, like I'm screwed. My day's not started until I have my cup of tea. You know, and actually my body, funnily enough, wakes up when I have my cup of tea. (laughs) It's fucked up, like, it really is. But, like, there was one morning, I remember, even a few days ago. Jesus Christ, like, this morning I really needed that cup of tea. So I put on the kettle, I didn't, I'd say, didn't last two minutes until the whole thing was bloody gone. But I didn't wake up until I had the cup of tea, and it must have been five minutes afterwards. I actually started feeling better, and I went, whoa. Am I getting seriously addicted to fucking tea? I was thinking that. It was that fucking weird, like. Anyway, let's check this article out, guys. I'm droning on here. So, they're saying, here's the headline. Three mindset traps that keep us bound to unhealthy relationships. Well, let's just see if we can unfold some stuff here, guys, shall we? Okay. So, in relationships, there are times when we find ourselves holding on to something that no longer serves us. Okay, fair enough. So let's go down to his bullet points. Sunk cost fallacy. Oh, God. One of the primary reasons individuals stay in unhappy relationships is the commitment bias, ladies and gentlemen. This bias, here we go, refers to the tendency to continue investing in a failing endeavor even when the costs outweigh the benefits. All right, all right, I'll give him this. In relationships, this bias manifests as a reluctance to let go because of the time, effort, and emotional energy we've already invested. You see, this is where I don't agree here. Uh, It's not that we have put so much attention into it. 
You see, guys, if it was the other way around, think about it this way. If you really, truly did value your time and effort and energy that you put into your boyfriend or girlfriend, and the relationship is just not working, if anything, it would make you get out of the relationship more and quicker. Because you do value, you do respect what you're putting in, you believe in what you put in, so therefore, you're just going to be exiting quicker. You're going to get out of that relationship a lot fucking faster. So I think, guys, really, what the end of the day here, what's really going on is that, yes, we've put a lot of time and effort into it. We feel that we haven't put enough time and effort into it, or we haven't put the uh, the correct amount of time and effort into it, or maybe, just maybe, for some people, you're cheating on your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, and you're feeling guilty, and therefore you just hang on into it anyway. And I think a lot of this, guys, comes down to a case of we feel we don't deserve it. Do you get me? I hope you do, guys. We feel we don't deserve it. Our, our efforts are just not enough. So it's not about, oh, well, I've put so much effort into it. You know, if you think about that, guys, if you really, really value your, your struggles, your efforts, wouldn't you be trying to get out? Because you'd be like, fuck this, I can do, have somebody who really re- appreciate my efforts. Interesting way of looking at it, isn't it? All right, let's move on. Okay, so this person says, to overcome the escalation of commitment bias, here's what you can do. So, number one, a vital first step would be assess the costs and benefits objectively. Guys, I think subconsciously we all know the fucking efforts we put into it. We all know the efforts. Number two, think whether the relationship is genuinely meeting your needs and adding any value to your relationship. Maybe it's getting you maybe you're getting exactly what you signed up for treated like shit you don't want to be treated well you're getting nothing in return and maybe subconsciously you feel guilty about something and you're playing the little victim in your own head and funnily enough it makes you feel a little bit better because you're giving back to someone else and it relieves your guilt of either that person are some other person that you fucked over maybe along the way. Maybe that's it. Something to think about. Number three, don't hesitate to fall back on a trusted support system for an outside perspective. Yeah, I agree, guys. Now, yeah, there's some people that come to me for advice on the dating channels that I have, guys, right? And I always try and help out as much as I can. Uh, I ain't any fucking expert, I can tell you that. Do you know what, though? I genuinely believe that... If you're a guy and you're trying to get relationship advice on a woman that you're dating or your girlfriend, whoever, you ask a woman. You know, it takes one to know one. Do you get me? And if if you're a woman, I'd be asking you a guy. You know what I mean? Like, and hey, look, by the way, in fairness, you know, there's some guys that ask me for some advice and that's cool. That's cool. You know, I appreciate that and I always try and help it as much as I can. I just believe that people should try and get the the help and offer advice off off the opposite sex that's what you're dealing with do you know what i mean so but i i definitely do agree in that get yourself a support system if you can if you can it's definitely good okay he comes on with the next part preference for the familiar also known as 
status quo bias. That's a big fancy name for this, isn't it? The status quo bias refers to a preference for maintaining the current state of affairs rather than initiating change, even when better options are available. <sighs> he said better options. Oh, oh, lordy lord. Okay, participants were asked, this is a study apparently this person's done, okay? Participants were asked to indicate whether they would prefer staying with their current partner, possessing traits, possessing a specific set of traits, high trustworthiness and low attractiveness. Ooh. Or would they switch to an alternative partner possessing opposite traits? Here we go. Duh, duh, duh. Drum roll. The results reveal that for most people, a specific trait like attractiveness only mattered in so far as it was possessed by the person they were already with showing an overarching preference for their current partner than a specific desire trait. Uh, yeah, I don't know, guys. This, this article sounds like a load of horseshit to me, to be honest. The study listed several factors that played a role in this preference for the status quo. Some were worrying about hurting their current partner's feelings if they choose someone else. Bullshit. You know why? Yeah, of course you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings, but we're using it as an excuse not to get into the scenario. Because if you really don't want to be with somebody, aren't you just going to say, yeah, we're done? Obviously, politely, of course, but but I, I get it too. You know, you don't want to be upsetting people either. Others wanted to avoid any uncertainty or confusion that might come starting with a new relationship. You see, I think the confusion, like, don't get me wrong, guys, I've been there before. And that's where I think I fucked up in the past. I was using confusion as an excuse not to go there. I wasn't sure. So I wasn't sure about being confused. <laughs> that make any sense? So you're confused about being confused. And guys, if you've got confusion, let's like let's cut through the horse shit here. We've all been there when we really want to be with somebody. Is there any one bit of doubt in our fucking heads? No, there's not. There's none. You know, we can all bullshit ourselves. That's fine. Cool. Or you can go into denial, hey, no problem. If you want to live like that, live like that, you know? Mm. So I don't know, guys. Like, this is, this is a lot. This article's a lot. Okay, he says that overcome the status quo bias. It's important to mind the following. Oh, Jesus. Challenge your comfort zone and welcome the possibility of change. Okay. Recognize that remaining in an unhappy relationship only perpetuates the status quo and prevents you from exploring new possibilities for happiness. But you, what you've got to realize here, buddy boy, does somebody want to be happy? A lot of people want to be miserable. Got to remember that. Cultivate self-compassion and remind yourself that you deserve to be in a relationship that nurtures your well-being. All right, well, we're kind of brushing over that in a different, weird way. <laughs> Surround yourself with positive influences and seek the support of a therapist or counsellor to help navigate the transition if the need arises. Yeah, you see, I think I would agree there on that point. I definitely think it is a good idea to uh, to talk to a, a, a counsellor. Like, if you're really in heavy with somebody, a boy or girl, you know, and if you're thinking about breaking up with them, go talk to a psychologist. Why not? Don't tell anybody if you don't want to. Just fucking do it. See what they say. You know? See what they say. Or they might give you some pointer that could help. And it could all click into place. 
Um, okay, the conclusion. Letting go of an unhappy relationship is undoubtedly a challenging decision to make, but it's not impossible. We were emotionally invested in a relationship. Our judgment to stay or exit can become clouded. Remember, you deserve to be in a relationship that brings joy and love, not constant stress and conflict. Well, it was a nice little ending anyway, I have to say for himself, wasn't it? But guys, you know, I know that whole, you know, life is too short and blah, 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 cringe, 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 I could go on all day about all that sort of thing. But you don't want to be hearing that. We all know that, you know? But you got to remember, if you are miserable in a relationship and you don't break up with a person and you're miserable, maybe that's exactly what you want. Guys, you know, maybe there's in the back of your head, somebody's implanted it into your head from an early age that you're a fuck up or you're a screw up or you're you're not a nice person. You know, some bullshit. Okay, maybe that's still in there. And it's just lodged fucking in there and you can't get rid of it. It's hard to get rid of. And the only way you can do it is by staying in a miserable relationship because that's what you feel you are. You're, you feel like you're nothing. I know this is very uh, intense, guys, very deep. But um, the human brain, guys, subconsciously, we're, we got, this is why we always got to be self-aware. And this is why I'm always talking about being self-aware. Very, very important, guys. Extremely important. You know? Now, either way, if you're in a relationship and you're miserable and you want to be in a relationship to stay miserable, okay, well, do you really think the relationship's going to last, though? Do you know what I mean? Aren't you just going to, like, <laughs> you're going to go down with a ship on this one. Like, the Titanic was the best ship back in the day, and that fucking sunk. How, how much hope do you have that your relationship's going to last? And that's what I would say, guys. If you really think you're in a miserable relationship, talk to a psychiatrist. Seriously. Maybe you're in that relationship to punish yourself because of what some dickhead tried to convince you that you're that you're an awful person when you've done nothing wrong. You know, maybe you're that you're in that scenario. Maybe that's it. Guys, short podcast today. I'll leave you with that. Thanks for watching and listening.